on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Diablo Immortal is mobile and more. Noob gets cross faction, that is. Final Fantasy XIV is making it rain. <laughs> well, you know, MGP. Mm-hmm. Yes. Guild Wars uh, Guild Wars 2 Sky Pirates is doing it live. And we have Mei Lung and Ducks who are here to talk to us about AIE in Lord of the Rings Online. Not ESO as I originally put. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> welcome. All that and much more. Much more. Welcome, welcome. Coming up right about now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE podcast. How does he have so much energy every time? I was like, oh, he's I know. just full of energy. Well, everyone, welcome to episode 387 of the podcast celebrating you, the LA Octas gaming community, the Die Has Been podcast. This is MuCal. Greetings, guildies. And to my virtual left is Makala. Hey, guys, I'm just taking that chocolate souffle out of the guild kitchen uh, oven right now for you. And to my virtual right is Ted Semi. Y'all have phones, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Boy, <laughs> they. I know. I know. Poor. And poor developer. <laughs> yeah. This week we are joined by special guests, Mailung and Ducks, who are here to talk to us about AI in Lord, Lord of Rings Online. So we welcome both of you. Thank How are you. you doing? Good. How are you? Glad to be here. Glad to have you. So what we're going to do is we're going to see what everyone's been up to uh, last time we've talked to you, last time we've all been around. And uh, I liked how we went with the guests first last time. So we're going to go with Ducks alphabetically and see what's up with you. Okay. Um, really been running uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th, One Ring from Free League, Alien from Free League, and playing Lord of the Rings Online and working. You've got plenty to do. And how about you, Mailung? What have you been up to? Oh, let's just say I've been busy. I <laughs> did. Uh, I have been playing Diablo Immortal on the PC. Yes, because <laughs> uh, because the fact that I'm getting older in years <laughs> and I'm right? used to playing on a bigger screen and my phone won't be that big. No. I, I will say oh, yeah. casting the phone to a, like a, you know, a 50 inch TV um, and then hooking up a controller through Bluetooth works really well, but I like the PC better. I agree. Yeah. Yes. I got one of those big screens too. And I also happened a while back to get this little fancy thing called a backbone, which oh. lets you plug in your eye. It basically turns your your iPhone into like it's a like like it's a nice controller. Like I was surprised mm. with how nice this controller hey. is. Yeah. So I, I can play things like Diablo on there pretty well. I mostly use it for Genshin though, because that's mm. yeah a fun thing to do. But yeah, un- unfortunately, I don't have enough room on my phone to put Diablo Immortal. Yeah, it's um, kind of yeah. so big. Yeah. 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 But uh, I have been playing uh, obviously Lotro. I've been on the uh, on Treebeard on one of the legendary on the slow legendary server, uh, running that, trying to get the Ken Hall paid up well in advance, uh, as well as running my burglar on Langerval, which is the server that AIE is on, having a great time on my burglar, who is. Almost level 40 now. Just nice. having so much fun playing that. Uh, just finished l- almost half hour ago uh, Dungeons and Dragons, which we are running the Lost Minds of Fandelver. And I have learned that the dungeon, our dungeon master, DP Roberts, is not a real big fan of my character, who is a <laughs> Gloomstalker Ranger. In huh. a mine where all of us have dark vision. So, right, of course. Yeah. Kit, I mean, not a real big fan of my character, which he has to remind himself 
oh, that's right. You're invisible. They can't see you. So, yeah, yeah. Great times. Great times. Yeah, oddly enough, almost every game, if there is a class that can do that, that's the first thing I do because I just like being able to like quietly look at what's going on in the game, get to used to it, and then I start getting in the big burly thing that just smacks everything and yeah. on its way through. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Makes but sense. uh yeah, as far as in game, you know, a bunch of other stuff that I've been involved in, you know, Guild Wars Two, which get to later, Swotor, uh, which I'm sure we'll get to later. Uh, but involved in a bunch of different games, but just staying busy in game. Cool. Sounds like a lot. Well, let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, Macala. <laughs> I am kind of well, accurate. We need to add in their mini Macala. Anyway, so um, we had our first con since April of uh, 2019 last weekend. I saw that. Um. Oh my gosh. Um. So. Friday was our best um, Friday Thursday slash Friday day ever at Phoenix Comic. In fact, wasn't it our best day at Phoenix Comic Con ever, babe? It was until Saturday. Until Saturday, which outpaced <laughs> some years we've had at our local Comic Con. Wow! And then Thursday or then Sunday rounded it out with adding it all together. Some some um, years we've had for our entire con season. So it was a bit insane. Um, I think we averaged around 125 an hour. Um, wow. So it's a good thing you prepared. <laughs> oh, yeah. prepared. Well, we had three years. <laughs> we had three years. Um, like, I don't think Ted and I ever stopped moving. No. Um, and I finally gave up the ghost where I just said, okay, Ted actually gets to work with us now. Because for years, he would, you know, be running around with the Hordling and the Hordling's girlfriend, and, you know, kind of doing the dad thing. Well, mm. they're now 20 and 21. So they don't really need adult supervision. Oh. Um, and we got them their own parking pass, so they didn't even have to come Ooh. in with us. Right. Fancy. Exactly. So I, after years and years of like, no, hun, go have fun at con. I'm like, screw it. Yeah, we need the help. <laughs> but you miss the you you miss the fun of being smashed into your car at the end of con while trying to hold everything as the car goes back to home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. However, Tet did actually. Um. Were you there for the awful loading where we used the, the um, loading dock last year? Yep. And we had that one piece uh-huh. that just decided to smack into everything on the way yeah. out. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, yeah. It was you and Sebastian that loaded it. You helped load us mm-hmm. in. We just, the loading dock, after that nightmare, the loading dock, we'd like, no, no. We, Tet took the headbands to the car as soon as the clo- store clo- show closed. And then we hand carried everything else to the car. We did not feel like dealing with a loading dock because we wanted to actually get out before, you know, nine o'clock at night. And they got giant stuff. It's fine. Well, they changed changed the rules because 2019, they said everything goes through the dock. And we're like, yeah, it's artist alley. It's literally three carts worth of boxes. Let us use the elevators in the, you know, outside the, the convention hall in the, you know, in the public area. And so this year when we got the instructions, it said, you, if you don't need the loading dock, you may use the escalator, stairs, and elevators. So I ran yeah, immediately, did. ran over to the, uh, <laughs> to the distribution or the the, you know, official area, and said, "I don't trust this wording. Can you double check this?" And they text the head of the thing, and she's like, "No, absolutely, you can use the the front of the house." And I'm like, "Okay, problem solved." Because yeah, if you remember, <laughs> you go out the north hall. It, it, the North Hall and the West Hall are connected. So literally, you go out the North Hall to the West Hall, go to one set of elevators, go up, and we were at the parking garage right there. So you walked out into the parking garage, up that elevator, and the car was right there. So nice. we were out, and once we yeah. closed everything, it took us 15 minutes to get everything out. So Yeah, it was great. Um, besides that, lots of work stuff. Um my desk is right outside our VP's office, which tends to be a lot of, hey, Heather. Hey, Heather. <laughs> um, and this week was, or last week was, hey, do you mind presenting this? Sure. What do you want me to present it? Thursday. Okay, I'm doing a con that day. All right. Well, who can do it? All right. I you know, got a range who can present it. 
then I get a last minute, oh, we're canceling it. And then this week, oh, we're doing it Monday. And then they canceled it. Now they're doing it again Monday. Also, <laughs> and now I'm doing it. And then, of course, we have like big VPs in from New York this week. So I get to present stuff to them as well. So that's hey. been kind of crazy. Um, with my new position, I'm getting two, two, name, two team members this week. Um, in game stuff, um, well, we had one of those, some you win, some you lose one in Call of Cthulhu. We did manage to um, stop the ritual that we, um, crazy guy, doing a ritual to kind of mess with time to save his wife and child who had died recently. So great, we stopped the ritual. We stopped the evil ritual. Comma, however, um, he had an artifact that he was doing it with. Um, and in all the chaos, because we had one person who was dying, uh, we had another person who had a bout of sanity, insanity, and started running off. So Scary we bit about of sanity, I guess. No, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were so busy trying to save people that the um, Nachtenwolf, who are basically the Nazi version of us, um, they're, you know, they're searching for artifacts to help the Third Reich because we're in 1940. They got the mask. So we succeeded in stopping the ritual, but we did not get this artifact. However, this was the only one of the artifacts we've ever gone after that we have not gotten. So that's good. Um, Star Wars, we were tasked with um, saving a senator who had been kidnapped during a, a trade uh, trade negotiation. We just got to him. No, he wasn't kidnapped. He had decided that or his planet had decided that they are in. Um, they make ships. That's what their planet does. They had a contract with the New Republic. They did not like their contract. They are ending their contract and are now going to be working with the Imperial remnants. And that's why we were really sent to kidnap this guy or to uh... save this guy from when he was kidnapped. So, yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> and, um, so we're trying to figure out, okay, fine, don't work with the Republic, but let's not, you have, not, let's not have you sell to the Imperials. Yeah. And the imps are about a minute away. So uh, yeah. that's what I've been doing in-game in and then out of game making messes in, in the kitchen. Sorry about that, Chet. Yeah, it's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Speaking of the Tet, what have you been up to? Oh, things have shifted. I know. I know. It's okay. They'll shift back. Um, <laughs> I have, so I have been playing uh, Diablo Mortal. Started out playing it on mm -hmm. the phone. It's about 12 and a half gigs once you download the app and all the extra content that comes with it. Um, hooked it up to the TV because, again, old eyes. And mm -hmm. hooked up my... Um, xbox controller to it uh via bluetooth and worked great um just a couple hiccups but it worked good and then the next day the pc version released the pc beta version released and i've been playing it on the the beta on the pc since then um and we'll get more into that later the uh, it's a very fun game don't get me wrong very enjoyable story is good Controls are great, but there's some other issues on the on the back end. So, um, we do have a clan set up. We'll get into the we'll get into all that. Um, and then I have been playing ESO. I'm about three quarters of the way through the Cold Harbor story. I think I'm 31 or 32 right now. Um, playing my dragon, my Red Guard Dragon Knight. Um, she's a lot of fun to play sword and, and one handed weapon with a ton of magicka and, um, yeah. And, and then I picked up Bastion as the companion, I think I said last time. Uh, so we just go in and wreck face and have fun and it's really enjoyable. Um, that plays again with the, the Xbox controller hooked up to my PC it plays so nicely and the controls just work really well. So um enjoying that and uh, did dipped into wow real quick to set up the cross faction guild, which we'll talk about in the news uh, for the rating and the mythic folks. So 
Um, that's what I have been up to. What about you, Mew? Oh, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, uh, let's see. Uh, in-game, uh, still playing a ton of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, it's pretty much just... It's it's probably more idle now. Um, it's not, you yeah. know, because f- for the most part, it's, you know, doing the doing the, the, the new Alliance raid weekly. Um, you know, haven't really touched the Savage stuff yet. And I'm kind of waiting for it to be... It looks like it's a bit more fun because <laughs> everyone I know that, that, that does Savage raiding right now like I watched them do it and they look like they're not happy about it and they like, right. just look like they're relieved when they're done with it. So I'm like, okay, apparently it's still a little too hard to, to for it to be fun yet. <laughs> I was right. gonna say that right. was that was us at the end of our WoW rating with Furt was we were doing it <clears> and <throat> when the boss actually died, it was more of a relief than enjoyment. Yes. So yes. I, yeah. I know that So yeah. I've, yeah, I've I've learned I've learned from from those times. So it's like, yeah, we'll wait until it's just you know fun content to do also, and not like you know because I'm not I'm not looking to do heroic level, savage level stuff like you know on the bleeding edge. I don't I don't need any of that right now. I'm I'm you know I'm, I want to enjoy the game instead of uh, being miserable playing it. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, as a but you know because of that, like I don't feel like I'm burnt out. So I think that helps. But uh, I have been trying to uh, trying to play the housing lottery, so that's been fun. Oh. Uh, now that they yeah. got it fixed, yeah. Now that it's fixed, um, it works. But you know, you you have to you have to look out, like especially if you're going for any of the big plots, because there's not that many of them. Yeah. You know, they they the big plots could have hundreds of people bidding on them, and mm-hmm. one wow. person gets to keep it. So yeah. this, this sounds this sounds a little too much like real life. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. You're basically fighting, fighting the real estate market. But uh, what I'm hoping is that, like, all of this activity might get their attention and say, "Huh, maybe we need more housing." But they also have the island coming, the island uh, sanctuary. That's supposed to be coming soon. So, yeah, you know that might that might save us for all we know, um, because they've been kind of tight lipped on where all it is. But if we can put our housing stuff down in our own little private Island and let people come oh. visit from time to time. That might be enough. Like we, yeah. you know, the, the whole need for a house may not be that big of a deal anymore. Yeah. If, um, we, get, if we get animal crossing in final fantasy 14, we'll be yeah. fine. Right. Pretty right. Much. And, and the funny thing is like, if you look at the, cause the, so there's, there's two housing lotteries. There's the FC housing lottery and the private housing lottery. The private one's packed. Like there's hardly anything left, Yeah. but there's still plenty of room in the FC one. Yeah. So if anything, I think FCs need, the housing more than the private people do. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I guess it's working as intended. <laughs> um, other than that, I did do a, a, a very quick hush you, uh, a very quick little jaunt out to San Diego, uh, for, for a day or two to, uh, to go to a sister's graduation, um, graduated from college. So it was one of those, you know, I probably was, was, was a little over prepared, uh, for traveling amongst people. I had right. two layers of masks and, you know, I wasn't touching oh, anything and that's I was not like, prepared at all. That's, yeah. that's... <laughs> it's like, but the thing is I didn't catch anything. So I, I, I count that as a win. Yes. Um, and I was able to see people I haven't seen for years and years and, you know, uh, cheer them on. It was kind of a, it was a, a weirdly nice experience to be because the graduation was outdoors in a giant stadium, lots of open air. I still had my masks on, probably didn't need it, but I had it on anyway, but it's, it was still nice to be amongst happy people cheering other people on. Like it was oh. uh, a nice experience for once, you know, it's been a few years, but uh, you know, and then uh, snuck back and uh, you know, the house wasn't, wasn't a mess luckily. Um, so, you know, Everything went well. Um, I think uh, maybe in a few, few. I don't know, maybe a year or two, who might take the whole family, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But uh, it was it was a nice little trip, even though I was paranoid about it. Um, so. Yeah. But uh, that's probably about it for me. So we've been yammering enough about ourselves. So why don't we see what's been going on in the rest of AIE with AIE News? A.I.E. News. Alrighty, we're going to skip on down to the Streaming and Guild Podcast news. And we're going to start with SWOTOR Escape Podcast 427. Ooh, I like that number. Star Wars Celebration News. The Star Wars Celebration News announcements plus some SWOTOR Class Balance News for 7.1. Sounds meaty. Yep. 
And then the other stars, Star Trek Online Fleet Action Report. They had Fleet Action Report Episode 99, Deep Dive right. Control Build. Yeah, they're about to hit 100. Yep, which is um, awesome. Yeah. This episode of Fleet Action Report, Greebog will conduct a deep dive of his control build, while Nika just details what else you'll need for the elite TFOs. Awesome. And in working class nerds, uh, never forget, guys, ner- working class nerds is not safe for work. Episode 154, The Podcaster's Podcast. This one is a doozy. Marcus and Nick are joined by uh, Gatter, G-A-T-R, mm-hmm. and Hazel from the Guardian Downcast, as well as both Randy and Adam from uh, Bone Apple Tea. Oh, that's a cute name. The <laughs> six of them talk about how they got into podcasting and how they've developed their shows. You don't want to miss this marathon of an episode. Find more of the Guardians Downcast at guardiansdowncast-libsyn.com. Thank you. And find more of Bone Apple Tea at uh, YouTube and look for Bone Apple Tea there. And behind the game, studio design for Far Cry, interview with Eduardo Vassman of Ubisoft Toronto. How far would you go to make the game you're working on sound good? Uh, they interviewed Edward... Um, Edward uh, Weissman. Weissman, thank you. A BAFTA-nominated audio director for Far Cry at Ubisoft to find out. They talked to him about his wilderness trip to seek sound, how the game design was done for Far Cry 6, the difference between sound design for movies and games, and what Eduardo personally was able to bring to the story and the theme of the games. Uh, that is available on New World Overlord's um, stream, and there's a link in the show notes. Yep. I yeah. have played Far Cry, so I have to say the sound is amazing in that yeah. game. It, it sounds like you're in South Miami, amazing. which, I, yeah, it was really well done. Sorry. No, no, no. It, and like I said, if you if you have any interest in game design or just behind the scenes how things are made, go listen to some of these interviews that uh, Max and Seema are doing on Behind the Games. They're really informative and they're really interesting. And in Nomad's New World news, the server merge to Valhalla went smoothly a few weeks back and things are mostly quiet as the community waits for updates and new content to shake things up. They have a handful of players log in a couple times a week, though, so if anyone does want to try it out or get something going, they can post up in the channel and rally the troops. And as we said earlier, Diablo Immortal, the mobile version, is out and is free to play, but it's definitely a gotcha game and if you value time over money. Uh, it takes up to 12.5 gigs on the iPhone. PC version is in beta and is basically a direct mobile port. Uh, we have created Clan, max 100 members, and it is named Al- Alia Octa Est Diablos. Uh, you must be level 30 to join a clan, as uh, I think Kazrick pointed out in the chat. So thank you, Kazrick, for that sacrifice of finding out that you went to go join the clan. Is like, um. Oh, no. I think, though, if you go to the bounty board in West March, it will unlock the ability to join a clan before level 30. So try that. Um, But like I said, I've been having a lot of fun playing it. Uh, It's a good, mechanically, system-wise, it's a good game. Um, The only drawback I have to it is... The UI, you have, like, when you get a notification, there's just a little red diamond that says, hey, click this menu. And then you get another menu that says, hey, click this menu. And then there's another menu that says, hey, click this menu. And then you can find out what it was trying to tell you. So there's menus and menus and menus. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot of layers because it's a mobile game first. Makes sense. The, The PC game, you're like, oh, they could do this better. But I get it, so... All right. In WoW news, uh, New Braid had their first cross-faction raid. And it happened, and it was a ton of fun. It was nice to see some former Horde members return as well. Uh, they killed five bosses, which is two more than they've ever done in the past. Yeah. And uh, Team Kitty Aggro defeated Heroic Jailer in the nice. Sepulcher of the First Ones. They are the first AIE raid team to get ahead of the curve achievement. Yay. Yeah, that's great. Yay. Um, Sorry. The Dungeons and More runs on Sunday and Wednesday nights are from 9 to 11 Eastern. Uh, um, and I think that might be something for uh, WoW Classic about uh, 
the guild bank having yes. lots of uh, stuff for leveling uh-huh. for, for sessions. But I have a feeling that's for classic because they they need that stuff now. Yep, yeah, I'm going to actually move that down to the wild yeah, classic section. Yes. yes, there we go. Sorry, we're editing okay. it live, guys. All right, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of wow, classic uh, limited promotions for the upcoming Wrath of Lich King. Come and join us and play any and any new player will get 100 gold for amount, skills, and an easy start. Dungeons and more runs on Saturday, Sunday and Wednesday nights, um, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. Feel free to use whatever's in the guild bank for leveling professions and things like that. Welcome to all the returning players that are here for hashtag 10 for Wrath. And in SOTOR news, MFNs continue to run on Tuesday nights. This week, they are targeting an operation. Stay tuned to hear which one. The PTR is, uh, sorry, PTS is back up, and we are hoping to field the team to go in and take a look at the new operation. They are looking for DPS on two of the operation teams, Sunday night imp side and Monday night's pub side. Also, check out Flashpoint Fridays on the first of each month. Look for Meilung. Hey, I found him. He's right there. So, <laughs> Meilung, how about a report from June's Flashpoint Friday? Uh, this past, uh, which was this past Friday, which mm-hmm. we run the first Friday of the month, we will run Flashpoints, which are four-man, small instances, dungeons type thing, uh, which later on you'll see I'm really big into uh, these small dungeon type things because they're short for the most part fun flashpoints are four mans they're hard to do for MFN so it's hard to do during MFN because we've learned from the past it's crazy to do split off into different teams yep so for achievements we'll run veteran we'll run master mode for the Aratek ice mount whatever we need to do depending on the makeup of the team uh, that shows up and whoever shows up will split off and run master mode if you need that type of gear and you're level 80 or you're under level we'll run veteran mode well it's just a chance to get in there once a month, have fun, get some achievements uh, for galactic seasons, whatever needs to be done. Just a small group, uh, the four-person team to get together, whoever shows up. And we'll rotate. If there's five, I'm more willing to sit out so uh, or whoever will sit out so we can get together and ha- just have fun. Cool. Without the bigger commitment. Right. Yeah. Without having to do the eight or 16 person raid stuff. So, yes. And that way you also don't get stuck doing hammer station over and over and over again. Exactly. Which, uh, I think this past time we ran, uh, uh, we ran black talon, uh, which right, right now we're running the M side Mm because that's the best side according to Marcus. Uh, but we're running on M side, you know, at times we can switch over to pub side if need be. Right. We're not limited to one side or the other. Yep. Very cool. All righty. In Final Fantasy 14, get comfy in your seats. Right. <laughs> the uh, AIE map nights are Saturdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and they are still a popular event. If you are level 90, have access to all the zones, then loot prizes and general merriment will be your reward. Uh, we use level 90, 80 player maps. If you, uh, you do not have to bring a map to join, but if you do wish to bring one for the group to use, they are looking for time-worn Coomberskin treasure maps. Easy so they you are... St- <laughs> <laughs> you say it enough and you get used to it. Yeah. But yeah, they are... A distinct map, when you read it, it'll tell you the level and the amount of players. So you got to make sure you have the right one, because there's one for solo, and there's one for eight players. So you got to make sure you have the right one. Right, right. Uh, if you are not level 90, they um, we do have a group that is now running non-90 map nights. Thanks to Saja, uh, we have a group that will be doing le- uh, level 60 maps found within the Heavens Ward expansion. Uh, oh, they nice. are doing this Those Sundays. Yeah. 
Um, uh, they are doing that Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, and they're going to be running Time Worn Dragon Skin maps, which are the eight player version, and have a chance to open up portals to the Aquapolis bonus zone. Uh, since this is a level 60 content, this is included in the free trial, so free trial players can come along. Um, if you have a level 60 character but haven't invested any money in the game yet, you are able to join in on the fun and prizes. Super thanks to Saja for running this event. Uh, join us two weeks for Stormblood and Gazelle skin maps. So if you want to get to the level 70 stuff. <clears throat> um, AIE is also hosting Sprout Nights on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, these raids will vary in levels and will go through all the 24-player raids in East Expansion. So far, uh, they've completed the Crystal Tower and the Shadow of Mock raid series. I believe that's the Sky Pirates. Um, currently, uh, they are working on the Robin Ostrate raid, raid series, which I think is Final Fantasy VIII. I think is Final Fantasy yeah. VIII. That's, that's how they... Some, some, one of the ways they can sneak in other games is that they put it into the 24-man raids. So, cause like, the, like Nier. They put Nier in the game by putting it into a 24-man raid. It's kind of cool. Uh, Final Fantasy seven. Set no seven is or, sorry is cloud uh twelve I couldn't 12, read that makes sense I couldn't read my Roman numerals I'm like uh no wait. <laughs> XII. Yes, 12, twelve makes sense yes. yeah 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 twelve makes sense yeah that was that was before we had lightning and and her friends yes um uh, they've completed the royal city of Robinastra and the Radorana lighthouse over the past few weeks. And we'll be going over to the Ouroborn Monastery for the final raid of the Rapanostri raid series. Really and interesting raid series. Yeah, do those in a group you know, because hitting yes. those in Raid Finder, not a good time. Yeah, they are very challenging, especially after the stat squish. Yeah. You have to pay a little bit of attention. Like it's You can, you can have people dying as long as you get them up fast enough, but uh, yeah, you... <laughs> I've seen some wipes. I've seen some yeah. full raid wipes in those places, and it can happen. Uh, then on to the fun part. Make it rain, at least MGP. Uh, the annual Gold Saucer event, Make It Rain, is back and providing an extra 50% bonus to all MGP, which is known as Manderville Gold Saucer Points. Uh, apparently the S in Saucer is silent. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, the bonus applies to all MGP minigames, such as Cactopot. Mini cactopot. See, well, you gotta put that C in there. It doesn't look. I like know. Without it, um, <laughs> otherwise, fashion cat pot. <laughs> yeah, cat pots. Yeah, yeah, totally different thing. Um, also, the fashion contest, which is weekly, gives you a nice extra bonus, especially if you get uh, the eighty or above, which is really easy to do. If you check, we do tend to share the uh, the fashion report um, from from Kayoko. Uh, he does a lot of work every week to figure out the the best way to get that 80 or above. And we'll even show you how to get 100. You want to get 100 at least once because I think that gives you a title and some other fun stuff. Yeah. But after that, get 80 or above and you're good. Uh, to top it off, there's a new seasonal quest line which rewards some new emotes that are, that are sure to be a hit. Um, they're actually kind of cool. It's basically if you've ever seen the meme where you you go like this and show off something. Yeah. That's the emote. And. Oh, and to add a little bit of extra, whatever you're showing off will sparkle. Yep. So very nice. And you can do it in both directions too. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> um, let's see. So to celebrate, uh, we wanted to make sure that you know that we're putting the jackpot buff to increase the bonus by another ten percent. So that you're going to be getting a lot of NGP if you put some effort in. Um, to top it off, there's oh, we already talked about that. Um, so there's also a new patch, 6.15 is coming right around the corner, June 7th. We're gonna have yeah. We'll have Tataru's Grand Endeavor, which you know everyone keeps thinking she's secretly the at the end boss, but uh right. <laughs> no, she she's just the fashion boss, that's all that is. I get that. Um, also Omega Beyond the Rift, uh, probably have to complete the Omega Raid series. So if you haven't finished it like me, you might want to get that done before it happens, like me. Um, it's it's a Stormblood raid, um, and it's very long and very complicated, but it's actually really cool. And it it does tie into some stuff later on in the game. So I highly recommend uh, going into the Omega Raid series if you have not already. Is that the one with Alpha? Yes. Okay. Alpha and Omega. Cool. Yep. I think I've already um, done that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. There's 
they, they, this is also how they snuck in some other old Final Fantasy bosses in, is they, they snuck it in with Omega. So, and it, once you do the raid series, you'll understand how. Yeah. You, you, it's, you can't spoil it. You'll, you'll want to find that out yourself. Um, also, the Arkasodara tribal quests, a.k.a. the giant elephant people, uh, will be able to do their tribal quests. So that's going to be a really fun time. I believe they also have a crazy mount, some kind mm-hmm. of like cart or, or something. I forget what it is. Um, but uh, also custom deliveries, Emilians. So you'll be able to make some fun stuff for Emilians. Um, and I'm a- so apparently, sorry, Emilians. Yeah, because usually what you get is you get to dress the person that uh, you've been making stuff for at the end. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, and this, this uh, is uh, Elisa, Alphano's mom. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Be nice, please. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, return of ARZS Greatest Inspector Hildebrand. Yeah, he took um, he took uh, uh, Shadowbringers off. Right. So we don't know what he's been up to, but we're gonna find out. Um, there's plenty to do, so join everybody in ARZS soon. Awesome. All right. In the ESO news, cool things the guild has been doing. They've been doing trials. They've rarely gone into 12-person content with 10 to 11 people, and they were successful in killing both bosses and, of course, having a great time. They ventured into Cloud Rest for the first time and managed to successfully clear it. Congrats, folks. And if you're interested in running dungeons for pledges, they have two dungeon groups that occasionally need someone to fill in. Check in, check out the Undaunted Enclave channel and Discord for more information, or just bug Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, things that are planned or plan- things that are planned are coming up for the for the guild. High Island comes out on June sixth, though tomorrow if you're listening live for PC and Mac. So for mandatory fun night on Friday, they will spend time exploring the new zone for scar shards, scar shards, sky uh, shards, sky shards. <laughs> Words are hard. I know. Yes, they are. <laughs> Way shrines and other points of interest. Yep. And also tangentially related to AIE in the it's another good community. Um if you're looking for another fan podcast for ESO, the Tenth Divine uh is done by Raven of Girls Gone Wow and Shanty Man Gaming, uh, who is also part of that community. And they just put out their first one with an interview from the senior community manager from Zenimax Online. And that was um, that was an interesting listen, so I highly recommend that. Um and in STO news, the Federation colony is still progressing through the final tier five. The Klingon Defense Force side Dilithium Mine is counting down for the upgrade to Tier 2 and had the Tier 2 discount project queued up to start as soon as it finishes. Reminder that Thursday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern is mandatory fun night. Living World Season 1, Sky Pirates is live. Come and play the second chapter of the first Living World expansion. Living World Season 1 will be free forever. In Guild Wars 2. So yep. don't worry if you can't log in right now. Mandatory fun night in Guild Wars 2 is Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Eastern Time. Yep. Uh, Dungeons and More Night is... Uh, the next Dungeons and More Night is this coming Friday, June 10th. From, I'm going to say, 8 to, 8 to 10 max time or central time or real time. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, which in Dungeons and More Night, uh, we will run again. You're going to notice a pattern dungeons, which are five man groups. Uh, we'll run fractals, which are five man groups. We'll run, uh, if we can't get enough of that, for all that, we'll run, we'll do world bosses. We'll do, uh, we'll start a level one character or low low-level character and just run that character through, but small group stuff to where we can just clear some stuff. Just having a good time. So feel free to join us uh, this Friday. No pressure. No hassle. Also, uh, in Guild Wars 2, we are looking for donations for materials for the Guild Hall. Please see the pinned post in Discord for more information on what we need and how to donate. Yep. 
And with all that, let's get back to Mailung and Ducks. Mostly Ducks. We're all going to stare at Ducks for a while as he talks because he hasn't <laughs> been talking enough. Uh, and find out what's going on in AIE and Lord of the Rings Online. So what's going on, Ducks? <laughs> Great. Thanks. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Uh, going back a few months, uh, the, the Mac OS client, they decided to kill it off when they switched to a 64-bit client. If anybody's having problems... Post in the forums if you're a Mac user, and there's a couple suggestions they have for getting around it. Um, otherwise, we're into Yondershire. So we have actually expanded to the west of Bree and west of the Shire itself into what they call the Yondershire. It connects the area of the Shire to roughly Erdloon, which is an original area for the dwarves, Thorns Hall. And if they keep going in that direction, they'll get to uh, the first age, what, what's left of Balerion from the first age. So everybody's really trying to figure out which way the game's going to go. Are they going to go, they're going to keep going west all the way to the ocean and get to, say, the Gulf of Loon, which is the Grey Havens? Or are they going to go south and hit, like, Umbar, the Corsairs of Umbar, Khand, Harad, that kind of thing? Or will they fill in the middle, which is Tharbad? And uh, either way, the one thing we have confirmed so far is that they're going to continue working on the epic quest line post the wedding of Argon and, and Arwen. And uh, let's see. Events, event-wise, I think the 15th anniversary event is over, I believe, now. Yes. Uh, we are into now Hobnanigans, which ends tonight. <laughs> And that's where you can do things like chicken golf and learn to chip chickens and putt chickens and <laughs> send chickens flying off a cliff into a graveyard. Um, that's fun. It's it's actually not bad. It's like chicken hockey almost. Uh, there's a there's a hockey field that I, it's like a field hockey field that I've been saving up for for years, and I wanted to put it right in the kinship lawn, and it allows you to play. I think it was five person matches. Right there in your your front lawn, but you'd have to have ten people online. So, you know, would would we could use some help? <laughs> um, let's see what else is happening. We've got some. We have some new folks just signed up recently. We have, I would say, maybe five distinct uh, different people showing up there during the week. I pop in usually in the evenings. Mal's in the early evenings. Um, it's we're still going. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, which for the fifteenth anniversary, uh, not to to belittle another game, but for the fifteenth anniversary, Stanley Stone Games went completely all out for it. Uh, which no shame, again, yeah, no shame <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, but I mean, uh, if you are free to play, the premium wallet has been unlocked. There's no longer a gold currency cap. Uh, virtue, uh, you've had virtue, race, and class trade slots unlocked for you. Uh, you now have extra three extra classes that you can play. Uh, plus, they opened up the expansions, even. Yes, everything, everything up to level ninety-five. Uh, so everything up to. Uh, what is that? Pre-Mordor. Right, Pre right, right about um, Slag Hills, I think, right before Mordor. Yeah. All that stuff, which is a ton of content, is now free to play. So there's a lot that you can do in your... It's completely free to play. That's awesome. Yeah, including a bunch of skirmishes, which are like dungeons, which I... And that is his big it. thing. Yes. yes. Malung is always in or starting or offering to start a skirmish because there's how many skirmishes left you have to you have to get out of that random generation? Uh, on my main character, I am skirmisher of Middle Earth, which you have to do every single bonus boss in every single skirmish that is out there. So RNG on RNG. Yeah. I've completed that meta deed and I still continue to run skirmishes on my main character because it's a great way to level up. I have characters in 
most of the level ranges. They're just fun, sh- really short, five, ten minute content. You get a couple level boosts from the store if you save some points. You get a level boost, an XP boost, go into a skirmish, and you'll level up pretty quickly. It's one of my favorite ways to skip Mordor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which Gandalf thought he, you know, right? Yeah. So one does not simply level through Mordor, I guess. (laughs) Yes. It was so (laughs) painful when it came out. Oh yeah. Because there was a they they redid. It was like a gear check. Yeah. And they just wanted to beat us with a stick. It was was great. Yeah. Now another thing that for the fifteenth anniversary that they gave. VIPs is everything except for the most recent expansion pack is now yours. Right. So, so if you're missing just the most recent expansion pack, you automatically have it, which is awesome. That's nice. Yes. Good to bottle gets you up to 140 and they still have an active raid for it. Yeah. So they didn't do a level squish or anything like that. They're just going for it 10 levels at a time. They are. Uh, I know they have talked about uh, in the past, they discussed behind the scenes doing a level squish, and they said, no, there's we have a ton of content out there. We see no need for a level squish right now. Yeah. So there's no talk that has been made public about a level squish. Right. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's just a number, but I think you know, 140 levels. You're like, that's a lot of content. I mean, that's that's that that point becomes a selling point. I'm surprised since it's their 15th anniversary, they haven't opened up the game to level 150 because that's a nice dividable. Yeah. (laughs) 10 expansion packs, 10 a level, you know, there you go. 150. Oh, yeah. But now it's probably coming. So, so That's the, been, think, one of the, the, the scarier things is that when folks look, look at Lord of the Rings, they go, okay, I just got out of the starter instance. I'm level five to eight. I got to get the what? Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. No, I mean, right, that was the right, same right. thing it, we've been yelling about for years and wow. And, yeah. you know, the other, the other games and, I mean, mentally, yeah. You sit there and go, I got to get 150 levels. Even if it doesn't take that long to do, mentally, you're like, yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially if you're a newer, you know, if you're used to a type of game that does have far less levels, you know, and not realizing, yeah, this game has been around for 15 years. But also knowing, you know, how wide the, um, the source material is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was trying to think, cause they're doing, is it Amazon or Netflix? That's doing the series. Amazon. 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 Okay. Is there, have they said, are there any tie-ins? Nothing officially. Okay. Uh, as far as the Amazon, from what I have been, told mm-hmm. granted it's been a little bit but the Amazon show is not around the era that Lord of okay. Rings Online takes place Gotcha. it's not the same uh, right. period they have the license for the Lord of the Rings itself specifically uh-huh. for things like the Hobbit they kind of work them in on the side okay. so okay. things like the Bjornings Erebor they brought that stuff in, but early on there were rumors that they couldn't even touch that. Uh, okay. And exactly. one thing they have not touched really, except for illusion, is the Silmarillion, and and that's right. what that would be, you know, Galadriel back then. Right. Right. Okay. Love to see it. Though. Oh yeah. No, that'd be right. Even like even awesome. even like you know in a time warpy thingy, if they don't put it in directly in the you know, in your current storyline, you certainly can do something to look at that pe- that piece of history. Yes. Yeah. Or be they, told like a flashback, you know. I'm trying to remember the phrase. It, it's, it's escaping me, but there was a there, okay, session play. Uh, we, right. They used to use session play to actually go back and, and get those, yes. those periods of time where they couldn't uh, directly address it. 
And it was great because that's how they first introduced Airbor. Airbor was originally just a skin in the background of an instance. Right. And yeah. uh, you'd run down the stairs and it's like, you're in Airbor. It's like, okay, staircase. Sure. Why not? There's doors <laughs> here. Yeah. You know, could be anywhere. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So the, um, the brawler was the class they just introduced. I mean, and most yes, recently sir. introduced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was introduced with the most recent expansion pack, Gundabad. Gotcha. And how are you Which enjoying is, that? My highest brawler is level fifteen because I just have avoided playing my brawler. Uh-huh. Uh, I a little plug. I am working on starting a brawler because I was a Twitch streamer and I've decided let me put Twitch aside. Let me just record and go YouTube, which I'm going to be starting a YouTube series on the brawler. Okay. Uh, YouTube uh, focusing on the brawler, which it's a really heavily, it's a heavy melee character yeah and it's really fun i played one up to level 15 or 16 something like that so it's still low level but it's really fun to play right right yeah they actually added a bunch of combat animations that didn't exist because normally they were always the combat animations included in some way either you staying back and holding something in your hands or you holding a weapon and actually projecting that weapon out. Mm. So with the brawler, they actually had to make new animations just to factor in, like this guy spin kick and, and right. things like that. Mm. Malin's got me beat. I'm only level eight, but I have a token for I think level 105, just sitting there not doing anything. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, the goals. It's like your it's like your game vision board. Yeah, yeah. they they handed out. I, I ended up getting I think three or four tokens through the last expansion. One, uh, I think one or two for level 120, one for 105, one for like 50 something. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I can work with that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as far as, as far as those, the Valors, uh, I still have a 120 and a 130 that I just have the itch. I need to use these. It's sitting there. I need to use these on the character. It's like, no, but I don't want to because it's so much fun to level these characters up mm-hmm. because then you miss my favorite content, which you can see by my background, which yes. my, my background is Rohan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you use that, then you completely skip Rohan, which is level 70, 80 right. era, uh, even 90s a little bit. Does it auto-complete the content for you, or can you go back and do it, but you're just way over-leveled? Uh, you can go back and do it. You're way over leveled. And for me personally, it's not the same. And I feel I miss a lot of that feeling of, okay, I'm in this area. Right. Uh, the good thing is if you're over leveled for it, which is my favorite music in the game, the, background music is the Rohan Oh gosh soundtrack. yes. Oh yeah. So beautiful. And there's a certain song which I don't remember the name of the song. I have it on a on a national C D. Mm-hmm. But if that song comes on, it's like, all right, pause what I'm doing. I'm gonna sit here and listen to the music. Beautiful. Okay, this song's done. Let me continue what I was doing. Right, right. <laughs> That's one of the good things about being over level for the zone. Is you can is just sit back and relax and you don't have absolute, to worry about. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, they used to have roving threats going through Rohan. So you'd be sitting on your horse just minding your own business. <laughs> because that's when they introduced the war horse. Right. And so I'd be, I'd be sitting on my medium war horse with my captain at level like 80 or something. And it'd be like, oh, got to go get the door. Come back and there's a troll oh, walking no. away and it pounded oh. me into the ground. Yes. Ah. That was not the knocking you were looking for. No. Yeah. No. And those trolls are nasty. They were just mean. <laughs> it was great. They had, oh, they yeah. had rain trolls just roaming around. Yeah. And there'd be, you know, there'd be 20 people on horseback, you know, going 
clockwise. You right. always have that one person going counterclockwise. It's not going to work well for you, dude. Yep. Yeah. No, that's great. Don't pull aggro. No, right. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just looking through the the class list on the wiki for all the different um, for all the different classes, and they give you you know class difficulty and the role and who it's available to. So, uh, if you're looking through that, uh, one of the ones that have just become free to play the Bjorning. Yes, which I was playing on uh, my Twitch stream. Uh, which Bjorning is a class in a race in a itself. Yeah. Which, like Bjorn, which you see in uh, the series The Hobbit. Yeah. Series of Bjorn, you turn into a bear. Really fun to play. If you're a yellow line, which is the healing line, you feel really overpowered. So much fun to play. <laughs> Because yeah. you can heal yourself uh, in the middle of combat. It, and tank. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, and you can tank. You can do a lot of damage. You can do anything you want. They were practically, they are practically impossible to kill in PVMP. I'm sure. Because there's a couple yeah. folks that, that roll Bjornings, and one of them, she's really good. <laughs> and, and She'll just join. She'll join in on the other on the other channel chat and just be like, "Ah, you can't kill me. There's like thirty of you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Which is small plug for PVMP. We do have a claim for player versus monster player, which uh, some of us do. Uh, player versus monster player. We where we play the monster player, right? Going against these uh, these people who are bringing their character their main players in and it's so much fun. It's its own zone. It's PVP style and its own zone. Really fun to do. Yep. Yeah. And you get to play the monsters, which is fun. Absolutely. Wouldn't you want to? Very cool. I was going to ask about that, but you guys transitioned into that nicely. So, yeah. It's really, it's really great. All the all the monsters actually have their uh, equivalent to your player character. So if there's a style you like, you can find that with a monster. So like if, if I'm not really feeling like being too active, spider. If, right. if I feel like sneaking <laughs> around chasing and just picking off hobbits, ward. Right. And then otherwise I get my war leader out. And if there's a group, then I can roll with my war leader. Otherwise, I'd be a dead man. Yeah. Yeah. Or those of us who play a healer in player versus monster player, like me, one of the rare times where I main a healer. <laughs> the defilers are very powerful. Yeah, you, you sit yeah. there and if you if you if you do your corruption traits and you get the get the combo that kind of just does mitigation, damage just washes right off you. Yeah. And you're still healing yourself and running away. <laughs> exactly. Run away. Hey. Uh as far as uh events that are coming up, uh from June sixteenth through July tenth, uh is the Midsummer Festival, which celebrates and you if it's the first time on that character that you see it. Mm-hmm. You can actually see and experience the wedding of Arwen and Aragorn. Oh, wonderful. So rare time where it shows you that wedding and what happened, the preparation and the reception of that beautiful wedding that took place. They actually give, they open up Minas Tirith to I think all levels at that point for the Midsummer Festival. Yes. And you can sit there and run around the wedding cake uh, style city to your heart's <laughs> content. Yeah, that's a good description of it. So, And that's good leveling for some lower levels like the my burglar to run. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And, and don't forget pickpocketing uh, anybody that comes near. That was one of my favorite things with my burglar. <laughs> yes. You don't get much. It's not a wedding, though. 
I I'll rob anybody that stands still. That's right. That's right. You can rob anybody because otherwise you're stealthing through everything. So you're not leveling up as quickly. So events like this, just take the cake. Awesome. Literally. Literally. All right. Is that, is that about it? Any other little nuggets to share with us? That that pretty much covers it. You know, if, if you need us, if you have any questions or you need any help with anything like crafting, reach out through discord and uh, we'll find you. Or if you want help running a skirmish or two. Or if you just can't find where that menu item is to do what you need to do. <laughs> yes. We are always around and we are more than welcome to answer questions. I do have a character in the starting areas. If you want help just running through the starting area, mm-hmm. the intro area, I do keep a character in there for that purpose. Awesome. All right. Well, that'll be our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Mailung and Ducks for joining us. So thank you very much. Cool. Uh, you can find them in the Discord, of course. Uh, do you have any Twitters or websites you want to share, or should we just send them to the Discord? Discord works best for me. Uh, I'm in Discord as far as my future YouTube, which I'm going to be going to just Make sure to check out the AIE content creators channel. And also if I can make a small promotion, which I remember uh, Avalvan saying this years ago, years ago, that whether you play Lotro or any game, make sure that you send something in chat. Hey, I need help with this. doesn't matter what game you're in. Absolutely. One of us is in there. It doesn't matter if we're an officer or a non-officer. We want to help you. That's the point of this community. Send something in there. We want to help you with that. So make sure that you put something in there. Don't be afraid. I challenge anybody, no matter what game you're in, to send something in a game. If you haven't done so before, hey, I want to help with this with this quest, with this mission, whatever right, it is. Right, That's why you're in the uh, gaming community. Ab- absolutely. This week, if, if you haven't done so before, send something in there and ask for help in any game whatsoever. We would love to have you because that's the point of this community. We want to help you. This is a family. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that reminder. I think sometimes we kind of get so focused on gaming that we're not kind of using the community part of our gaming community. So thank yes. you for that reminder. All and I was right. also going to, re- to remind if, if for those of you, for example, maybe starting a YouTube channel, if you want to send us like a 90 second clip kind of talking Absolutely. about what, what you're doing, uh, that way we can showcase what you're doing and we would love to stick it at the end of the podcast. Yes. Or even just give us an idea, you know, or even give us an update and we can, you know, put it in our um, podcast and mm-hmm. streaming news as well. Yes. All right. Now, if you have questions or comments for the show, you can email us or send those uh, segments as well to podcast at AE uh, guild.org. No. Change. Oh, There's an email. Wow. Dude, you. Okay, honey. You know the rule. <laughs> you need to warn me when there's a change. <laughs> Saying all these words for like five years now. I know. You can email at podcast.aieguild.org at gmail.com. Wow. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Thanks for not changing that on me. Mucow is at the Mucow. I am at Cyberwave. And Tet is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday, approximately, at 8 p.m. Um, Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, um, aie-guild.org, hey, podcast-live-stream, and our Discord server for the chat is um, in the AIE Guild section of the uh, Discord. Um, let's see. As for past episodes, you can find them on our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Look for The AIE Podcast. Our theme, of course, was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, 
andrewallenmusic.com. And next time, we'll possibly be talking to Jedi about Guild Wars 2, still waiting on a response from him. So until then, AIE. Oh, this is our guest, so we start with Ducks. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And this is Maylong. This is Mucow. This is Makala. And this is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>